0: Just a couple of boys from WA, but if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show.
1: Welcome everybody to the podcast. Good show today. We've got Eurovision uh, representative from Australia. Uh, We've got Voyager, uh, which is the most important thing on the show. Did I just find out who they were today? Yes, but that's not important. They've been a
2: part of the WA sort of music scene for a while, but this really is... You would say they're like breakthrough and to land this.
1: Super Eurovisiony. They do sound a little like a sw- Swedish uh, <laughs> house pop rock.
2: It's it's synth metal. Like yeah. the the Euros should just lap it up. They should love it. Simone Dow, the lead guitarist, she's jumping on with us. We've also got an episode of Days of Our Minds as crime through WA is just getting out of hand. We need a hero, and I think I found one.
1: Yep. Uh, and also, there's a man running a marathon in a weird uh, foot item but uh, before we go into that uh, we will cover the biggest headlines uh, with Ben Hahavi. politics
0: crime sport finance you've heard the news before but not like this <laughs> It's Up Early with Ben
2: Ha harvey
1: Michael Ross.
2: Oh, give me those headlines.
1: Aussie rapper Izzy Xalia has famously quit the music biz for the adult entertainment site OnlyFans. It's taken criticism lately for objectifying, uh, taking advantage of and paying very little. But that's just the music industry.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, OnlyFans should be fun. Uh, police have arrested five teens of riding one scooter through Ferndale over the last couple of days. But why was there five guys riding one scooter, you ask? Well, they seem to be in some kind of investment group. <laughs> uh, uh, Logan Paul's new energy drink has caused controversy after it was revealed in his new drink, Prime, has at least three times the legal limit of caffeine. It's said to have 200 milligrams of caffeine per serve. Despite calls to remove it, Logan Paul says it's necessary to have to get through one of his videos. Uh, you did get to try Prime. Hated it. Uh, uh, not the energy drink. Pinging? I had the, hydrated, oh. the hydrate version. Um, That made me want to go to sleep forever. <laughs>
2: okay, wow. <laughs> it's, it's gross. Long-time listeners of the show will remember that in 2021, we put together an Australian Christmas tree in our studio featuring... Uh, tinnies of all your favourite beers. Uh, For some reason, it included like a fun pack of cereal. Yeah. Uh, It's got an Australian flag. It was the most Australian Christmas tree. And it would break my heart to get rid of it, Mitch. And so for the last, what, 18 months nearly? Yeah. We have had that Christmas tree alive and kicking. It made it through all of 2022 without being taken down. It did. And you know what I am all for. I'm all for keeping your Christmas decorations up.. Well, I wish it could be Christmas every day. But some people are not. Uh, some people within the office have started to vandalize our
1: Christmas tree. How come?
2: Because they are offended by the sight of Christmas outside of December.
1: Yeah, there are some people that get real mad about that sort of stuff.
2: You wouldn't need, you wouldn't want to come to my house because there is still a piece of tinsel up. Why? Because I haven't taken it down because it looks cool because it's tinsel. It actually doesn't look like Christmas tinsel, but all tinsel is tinsel. But it's like it's not like it's not Christmas themed tinsel. I understand.
1: What do you mean, like,
2: like oh gold God. tinsel? Feels very different to, like, the one that looks like candy cane, like red
1: and white. Yeah, but I still feel like tinsel is Christmas.
2: It's very Christmas. So,
1: Miss like mistletoe. Who's just hanging that up? You
2: Yeah, yeah you're, not, you're not doing it. But I say, why not? I propose that we take these Christmas decorations and we turn them into a year-long tradition. So we need to, like, adapt it. Okay. Okay, so we got the Christmas tree. Luckily, it's already got the Australian flag on it. Yeah. And we've we've passed Australia Day, so you can tick that bad boy oh, yeah. off. Next holiday coming up is in about a week. Uh, it is WA's Labor Day. Okay. So we need a Labor decoration on it. Okay. Uh, now, it doesn't mean the Labor... Party. Party, but that's acceptable. Uh, I would say that you need something that represents, like, the workers.
1: Oh, not, like, childbirth.
2: That that could be very much an option as well. There's well,
1: isn't a lot that Labor with? Day? We should have a Labor Day. Just a complete <laughs> side note: We should have a Labor Day where we celebrate everyone that's given like labor.
2: Mother's Day, we like to call that.
1: No, but our mother can be anything, mate. Doesn't yeah. have to just, just be saying, someone who's given birth. I'm could, saying the actual labor bit.
2: So, so you want to single them out? You want to be like hey, oh, men you or adopted? No, mm.
1: men or women, whoever has given labor. Yeah, men, yeah, you. Bigot, I uh, well, saying you are because no, you're singling you are, out the parents. Yeah, I'm and saying didn't no, push them out. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying anyone that has given, that has partaken in yeah. labour, which could be anyone. Yeah, you know? I hate the world we live in. Continue.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we got to we got to find a, a labour representative. Then after that, we hit Anzac Day. So we need the 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 poppies, uh, like yeah, on on your tree. Yeah. Uh, after that day would come WA Day. I would, no, hang on! Don't forget about Easter. Got to get your, got to get your Easter eggs and your crucifix on this tree. Yeah. Then WA Day in June. Yeah. Uh, we can not, like. There's a lot to choose from there. You, I'm not sure if we have export on there yet. That's when you chuck up your your export ornaments. Yeah. No, we had that. We then move from June. There's a bit of a gap. I believe the next one after that is King's birthday. So King's birthday September.
1: Oh, so, we put up like a, a sibling that does questionable things.
2: <laughs> After that, <laughs> we have, um, what's the, I think it's then just off to Christmas. So, there's your, there's your calendar year, but that's by just Australian holidays as well, because I'm saying open this right up. You can turn it into a Hanukkah tree. Anytime, mm. you can do it. You can even put the ones that aren't fully recognised as, like, days off, like Father's Day, Mother's Day, Remembrance Day. We should have more decorations, is what I'm saying. Okay. More decorations for the year. Because think about it, there are no Easter decorations. Easter takes, like, four days. There's no decorations for it.
1: We don't really have decorations for a funeral, do you?
2: Well, no, he came back, though. Okay, no decorations for Good Friday, but Easter... You'd bloody have a party if Grandma came out of the grave.
1: Well, Michael Ross, in a true Aussie fashion, a city beach lifesaver, Sam Henson Thompson, will run... 42 kilometres on Friday to raise $15,000 for sick kids, all in a pair of his trusty rubber pluggers. That is right. Oh, really? Yep, the 24-year-old will run a marathon... In a pair of thongs.
2: Nice. You couldn't get more Aussie.
1: Like, he does have a mullet too, so... Oh, beautiful. pretty cool. Uh, You know what I'm loving about this is... Guys are just, like, one-upping themselves. Ever since, like, Ned Brockman ran, like, a marathon a day for 10 years. I don't know how... I don't know what it was. It was something like that. And then there was a guy that ran... He's like, okay, I can't run that many marathons. So he goes, I'll run 10, but he goes, backwards. Yeah. And then this guy's like, oh, cool. I can't do that now. What if I did a marathon in thongs? It's like, I love that it's for charity. But like, what's next? What
2: are we doing? That's that's human endeavor, isn't it? We always want to be better. We always want to be the next thing.
1: It's also the same looking guy every time. And I think it's amazing. You know, they're doing it for, like, the children's hospital or, like, mental health, and it's beautiful. But it's like, do these guys all know each
3: other?
2: <laughs> Maybe they do. I mean, marathon runners are pretty few and far between. Uh So where, what would you like to see? What would you actually get behind? Because I'm not sure you're behind this, and you should be.
1: No, I am 100%. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like it's it's downplaying... Uh, the ability to run a marathon. If you ran a marathon, I, that feat is is harder than a man this man doing a marathon in a handstand. Like I'd yeah. be but to the average person, they're like, oh that's just a marathon. Like I feel like we are becoming like unfortunately like desensitized to to, marathon. to marathons. <laughs> like like literally do you remember when a marathon used to be like, oh my God, I cannot I'm I'm a fit young man. I'm a fit man. I I cannot run a marathon at all. I would have no, to train extensively to run one normal marathon. But if I told you I was running a marathon for charity, you'd be like, cool, bro. Like, it wouldn't well, mean much. Why are you so cynical? <laughs> be, because it's like... It's like you've turned 30 and now you're just like Scrooge. No, but that's what I mean. It's just like <laughs> Charity I've, again. I feel, it's the other way around. It's like, I've, I feel like a marathon is amazing. Like, if he was just running a marathon, but I feel like all these extra tricks on it, then makes, like, the regular person that's running a bath, I'll be like, oh, I've got to wear a funny hat or something. Like,
2: Does he have to take those little bread tags with him?
1: I was actually thinking in that. In
2: case he blows one of the plugs. Like, is
1: he sponsored by Tip Top? And he's like, <laughs> I'm in Tip Top shape. <laughs> so I want to talk about a man from Bel-Air.
0: In Philadelphia, born and raised Look,
1: we might remember him recently uh, from... You don't have the stuff I sent you there. <laughs> Possibly not. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I've got these. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll get to them. That's a little, uh, little uh, before we head out onto the court in the timeout, we talk about what play we're going to run. <laughs> uh, so we've got two clips here from uh, Will Smith. You've got his uh, original of him slapping uh, Chris Rock. There's a little something like this. I'm out here. oh Richard. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. Wow.
1: wow. <laughs> yep. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Now, we all remember that, okay? And uh, since then, he's basically been like, exiled, kind of said sorry, gone on a little apology tour, and just sort of laid low. Uh, But there's recently been a TikTok trend, and we've got Zara of Social Media coming on a little bit later on to explain the TikTok trends. But this is is the new one. The second clip I've got is, is the TikTok trend.
0: Did you know that you can pick any object, look at it, and ask it what it thinks of you? So, for example, you can pick up a pen and ask it how it sees you or what it thinks of you, and you will get an answer
3: in your mind from your intuition.
1: And apparently that is the new trend, that if you look at a cup and you ask the cup what it thinks of you, the cup will tell you. Uh, It could just be, like, your inner monologue and your self-doubt, but, you know...
2: Yeah, that seems to be what they're... Suggesting. Yep,
1: and look, I will explain uh, audibly for what the visual TikTok is. We have we have Will Smith, yeah, in this trend exactly what that girl has just said. She he's like listening. He's doing like a side by side. You know, she's doing the TikTok. He's on the side, like reacting, and then he picks up the object, and he looks at the object, and the object is his Oscar.
2: Okay. What does it say
1: to him? <laughs> exactly. Now that's up for you to decide. Now, thoughts. Do is this a funny joke? Do we like this joke? Are we allowing this joke? Has it been long enough for this joke?
2: It sounds like the that part of the thing is you need to complete it. We need to know what Will Smith's Oscar says to Will Smith. Well, I
1: think it's like the other way around. Like, it's like a... Or we
2: think about him based on the Oscar. Yeah,
1: I think it's a great... I think it's like a great movie. You know what I mean? You know, when the the director's like... Like the end of The Sopranos. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? didn't end. Yeah, so it's a bit of that. So it's like it's up to you to decide what the Oscar says.
2: I think in Will's mind... Mm -hmm. Oscar would just be going like, "You're a great guy. You stood up for your you wife." Yeah, the, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The only think the Oscars like, go home to Bel Air.
2: <laughs> That's what everybody <laughs> else thinks it <this> should <laughs> say. <laughs> if you need some help with the wide world of TikTok? Then you need Adrian Allerberg. Good morning.
1: Hello. <laughs>
2: Privet. fearless leader. My
1: <laughs> grandma. Why you not call? <laughs> why you not? Why you not call more?
2: Uh, the Zara of social media back once again because uh, the wild world of TikTok keeps on churning along. We were just talking about mm. Will Smith doing yeah. a
1: trend. Yeah, we saw Will Smith do a trend. Uh, it was like, that. have you seen the, the object one? You ask an object what it thinks of you and it tells you. Oh,
0: I have not, actually. You guys are for once ahead of the curve for me. Either.
1: Yeah, well, I'll I, spoiler alert, he picks up like an Oscar. And obviously, like, what does it say about him? Because oh. he did the slap thing.
0: Yes, yes, very clever. So, yeah. what you pick up any object, and it's what that thing would
1: say about you. Yeah, I got a I TikTok for you too. What if you did that trend and you hold up like a razor blade or something? You know what I mean, like a like a shaver, because you're like you're big hairy uh, Eastern European.
0: <laughs> oh right, yes, yes. And the razor blade obviously has um, not very doesn't really have the highest esteem yeah. for how much use I put it through. Is that Would you say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it, I love it. We've got a couple of trends to
2: tackle this morning. This first one uh, is all about people that we can't believe exist. I was, like, racking my brain on how someone like this can even exist, and then I found out she's from Manitoba.
1: (laughs) Oh, Manitoba. Uh, Classic Manitoba rib. Uh, Oh, yeah, textbook Manitoba.
0: I don't even know what that is, but (laughs) the point of the trend um, is... You name a situation where someone acted in like a certain way or did something that you're like, why would they do that? And then you realize, oh, it's because they are blank type of person. For example, there might be an only child. Or another common one is, you know, they, they have only gone to college and never had a job or they were a rich um, kid, you know, that sort of thing.
1: Oh, awesome. Also, um, Manitoba is in Canada and is uh, home of the polar bear capital of the world. Explains all really? that Antarctica. Yeah, no, apparently There's not. no
2: polar bears in Antarctica.
0: Apparently it's... Or uh... the
2: penguins would be dead. <laughs> uh, well,
0: they have a symbiotic relationship, right? They, they have an agreement. Yeah, oh,
2: I, thought... I thought they did You too. eat our weak
0: ones and, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the penguins get what? Weak polar bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. They eat the, the weakest polar bears. Yeah, Um it's yeah, a there we go. Sure.
2: <laughs> Next up, are you paying attention? <laughs> hey,
3: hey, hey, hey.
0: Are you
1: even paying attention
2: to me,
0: right? Huh. Yeah. What? So, Sorry. Yeah, no, I wasn't
1: paying attention. Uh, what, what's that one?
0: <laughs> oh, mate. Right. They're, they're just on the highbrow humour on this show, right? <laughs> <laughs> So basically, name a situation that you totally zoned out because you were too deep in thought. So this is probably a good parent alert one because there is a good chance they're making these TikToks about when you're speaking to your kids. You know what I mean? It's only yes. out from what what you're talking about to think about, you know, for example, uh, you know, someone's trying to talk to me while me and my girlfriend or me and my boyfriend are arguing on messages, you know, so that, that kind of thing. So they, their mind is elsewhere.
2: So, yeah, mine would have been like during the lead up to my wedding, my dad kept talking about chairs. So it would have been every time dad men- mentions chairs, I'm not paying attention. Ah, oh, so everyone stood at your wedding? Yeah. No, there were chairs for everyone. I told him that from the beginning. I said, Don't worry, there's chairs for everyone. And every uh-huh. time I talked to him for a full year, he said,
0: Make sure there's chairs for everyone.
2: Run,
1: and man. there's chairs <laughs> for everyone. You've set him off.
0: It, it, this sounds like a, a sensitive topic. I probably prod no further. <laughs> I, I had a good one, or not a good one, but my, um, my, mate, my dad's mate was talking to me once. And you know when you're in autopilot and you're just nodding, saying yes, and kind of half laughing? Yeah. I I was like, how have you been? And then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out what he just said is my wife's in hospital. She fell off a scaffold. Um, (laughs) And I just nodded and laughed and said, yeah. And then like, it took me like three seconds. I'm like, oh, actually, that's terrible. No, that's really bad. I'm sorry. I hope you're okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's How do you get out of that one?
0: Yeah, well, I don't know. You just, just... You just run, mate. You turn around. You never look back. And I haven't spoken to my dad's friend or my dad for years now. You know.
1: <laughs> do, do we know if she's okay?
0: Uh it was it was a small scaffold. It wasn't like you know she didn't fall off. You know, like yeah. Central Park in the city. It was kind of just like a meter and a half or meter or something. Yeah, it was a little scaffold. That's worth a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what I expected to be talking about right now. <laughs>
2: Uh, See, this is why he's the fearless leader. Laughs in the face of danger. You'd be surprised, though.
1: The most engaging content we've ever talked about was just then when you started talking about scaffolding because that's all our listeners.
0: Guys, you know, my advice, just clip yourself in. When you're scaffolding, clip yourself in no matter how high. (laughs) (laughs) Adrian Alabert Can't stress
2: that enough. (laughs) Follow him across all social media, the Zara social media. Thanks, mate.
0: Thank you. See you
2: later, The Roald Dahl censorship has been widely discussed in the media. Uh, is it the right way to go to change some of the words from these children's classics? Uh, what is your favourite Roald Dahl story, Mitch? Uh, BFG. BFG. Well, you know, that's one of them, and that they've had to change. Oh. They've had to change, like, they can't say ugly anymore.
1: Really? What do they call you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, not that. they They just say horrible. Apparently, uh, yeah, so things like. Ugly were changed to just like mean.
1: What's the one where like spoiler alert, uh, where yeah. the guy gets like turned into a, a rat or something? Are you like, the witches is that? Well, yeah, he
2: gets turned into a mouse. Is that gonna
1: be yeah. like PTSD as a kid.
2: Oh, the the film with Angelica Houston. No, just the
1: book. The, the book. That's why I don't read anymore. <laughs>
2: no,
1: it was read to me.
2: <laughs> so, I've uh, I've taken their notes on the, the publishers, which I believe is Puffin Publishing. I've taken their notes on the changes that they've made and thought maybe we need to have a good hard look at ourselves. So, they've removed from his book the word "crazy," meaning we can no longer have this song. Does that no, 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 Niles Barkley. Does that make me you have to change it to either silly or frustrated. Does that make me silly? Mm. But does that make me frustrated? That kind of works.
1: Does that make me frustrated?
2: Because that's what he's going for. So, yeah, crazy is out as he's mad. Did you know... Uh, meaning, like, gone mad.
1: Niles Barkley is uh, CeeLo Green.
2: No, they're two different guys. Nah, same C- guy. No same No, CeeLo sung it. Niles, I thought Niles was the producer. But mm. Annie got CeeLo Green to sing it. That could be it. <laughs> uh, next up, we can't, as you mentioned, we can no longer have Fat. Fat is out. Uh, it's out of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Matilda. Instead, we're using Enormous. What does that mean for this song? <laughs> Enormous bottom girls. That's... Yeah. And as you pointed out, that seems that seems worse. Mm. You know, to say that someone is enormous bottom. Yeah. Uh, and finally, there's another adjustment. Adjustment. I think we need to make um, with the, this song here.
0: Everybody was kung fu
2: fighting. Carl Douglas. Okay. Those kung fu fighting. Look, it's a little bit problematic. I don't think we should be having songs that say funky China Man from Funky Chinatown it should be funky left arm orthodox bowler <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs>
2: from the pavilion end.
1: So what you did there? It's a little little cricket joke.
2: <laughs> ah, I've outdone myself this morning. Michael Jackson now on Triple M. Good times, greatest hits. Mitchell and Michael, and joining us on the line now from Voyager, the Australian band going to Eurovision. It's Simone
3: Dow. Hi, Simone. Woo! Hello. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs>
1: now, uh, did you just fill out a paper application form? Like, how does how did it
3: happen? Oh yeah, totally. That's what yep. happened, Yeah. <laughs> no, um, we um, obviously they have a song portal, um, and you put your your song forward but obviously uh we did that last year with australia decides and we just got pipped at the post and came second we got the public vote the top public vote but um didn't didn't win the judges vote unfortunately and um yeah we thought we were asked to definitely pop in again gave it a shot and here we are
2: now you've been a part of the West Australian music scene and the Australian music scene for for years now, Voyager. But is this going to be your biggest gig ever?
3: Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I think it was the semi-finals five million viewers, mm. and then it's like like 15 million or something <laughs> when it goes worldwide so it's just yeah look it's nuts we're um, we're blown away it's all very surreal at the moment um, and we just can't wait to, to perform on on a stage of that magnitude with a production of that magnitude
1: Michael were you expecting Simone to be like nah the Newport on a Wednesday that's the, the that's the that's it <laughs> Well, you might, even
2: though even though you get all those viewers around the world, you might—I well, don't know. Maybe they've, maybe you've done a stadium concert, so the actual people in the studio won't outnumber that. No,
1: but are you? Does it? Do you fall under pressure, or do you sort of? Does a cream rise to the top? Are you? Are you scared about being in front of all these people?
3: Oh, not at all. Look, we have played to some larger audiences, obviously not an audience of that size, but, um, you know, we've supported Deftones, played at Festival Hall and things like that. Um, and we absolutely thrive and are in our element when we're performing. We love um, feeding off of the crowd and each other. Um, it's just the greatest feeling in the world. So no, we're, we're really pumped to, to get up on that stage.
2: So the song you're taking to Eurovision is "Promise." The video clip has dropped for it, and is there a special connection to Kalbarri and surrounding regional WA? Because there's a, there's a lot of natural footage there. Uh, is, does the band have a connection, or you just love the area?
3: Oh look, it's 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 two things. Look, we've always tried to feature a lot of WA in our um, past video clips. If you actually go back through our YouTube history, you'll see that you'll see the Perth skyline. Um, we did Bright Star, which was like about an hour or two outside of Perth on a massive like farm property. Um, we we absolutely uh, are proud and love this state. Um, and we've been afforded a lot of amazing opportunities um, through DLGESC and Tourism WA. I mean, we want to thank them massively for their help putting this together. Um, But, I mean, in terms of the idea for the song, you know, lyrically, Danny was talking about how it's, you know, about being trapped in this crazy, chaotic digital world and then, you know, just longing for someone to just tell you that everything's going to be all right, you know, longing to be out in human touch and experiencing things. So we really wanted to grab that in the video where you like, you see us tight with all the technology around us and then suddenly we're out in a beautiful hut lagoon surrounded by that beautiful pink salt lake. I mean, it's just incredible.
1: Yeah, well, speaking about the technology all around you, like, obviously it's a beautiful shot of, of you guys playing on the lake and, and, and and all that. But did you have to carry your equipment out
3: there? Like, how did that? (laughs) Um, well, you saw it in the video clip, didn't you? <laughs> that should answer your question.
1: Jeez. Well, I guess after you win, you know, you'll have people to carry it for That's you. That's true. You know?
3: <laughs> but you know what? It was actually, well, while we were shooting on the Hut Lagoon, we were like, this, is, this would be like the most epic concert ever, like performing here. It was just unreal. It was like, there was solitude. No one else there except for us. And it just looked so stunning. We're watching the sun going down, and yeah, it, it would have been incredible to do a show there.
1: Yeah, except you'd have a few salty feds. <laughs>
3: well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice one, got a plan.
1: <laughs> Simone
2: Dow from Voyager, the Australian band, the West Australian band, was we're, we're so proud to have some West Aussies heading to Eurovision. It's going to be huge. Simone, thanks so much for joining us this morning.
3: Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm just stoked to be here.
2: Get some good times in Days of Our Minds, don't you, Mitch? Yeah. It's a great soap opera, uh, even though Neighbours is coming back. Uh, I think Amazon picked it up. This is the soap opera that filled that void. Uh, and I feel more than Home and Away and Neighbours, it really understands like what the people are going through.
1: Yeah, like the people of, like, not even just Australia, WA.
2: Yes, Exactly. WA has been on everyone's mind because the Prime Minister was here, the Premier's been touring around, and the crime in regional WA has been a concern. Who is going to put a clamp on it? Who is going to bring some justice back to our communities? It's like we need, you know, we need a hero. Maybe not one we deserve, but one we need right now. And I think the perfect person with all the resources to get around us and support us. I think she's ready to become that hero we need.
0: Like sand through the articulated dumpy, so are the days of our minds. And now, Ms
1: Reinhardt uh, has prepared a statement. She will not be taking any questions. Thank you.
2: It's been a while since I was in front of you. Uh, there's uh, been a lot of speculation that I was somehow involved in the events that occurred on the freeway and the rooftop.
1: I'm sorry, Ms. Reinhardt, but crime had been on the up in many regional communities. Carnarvon, Leonora, Halls Creek, to name just a few. But these recent events seem to be having an impact. Do you honestly expect us to believe that this was a Hancock prospecting Peggy in high-vis that conveniently appeared?
2: I know it's confusing, It's one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm a superhero.
1: I never said you were a superhero. You didn't, uh...
2: Well, good, because that would be outlandish and fantastic. I'm just not the hero type, clearly, with this laundry list of character defects, all the mistakes I've made. The truth... The truth is... I
0: am Iron Woman. Tune in next week for another thrilling chapter of Days of Our Minds.
2: If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.